0: If everyone at the Department of Education stayed home and all the kids went to school, you'd get the same results. Wait till you hear who said that and what he's doing now. I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green in this episode of Right Angles brought to you by the members at BillWhittle.com. Gentlemen, the author of that quote is one David Banks, the new chancellor of schools of New York City, appointed as such by the new mayor, Eric Adams, to run an organization that has 1,600 schools, 150,000 employees, a $38 billion budget, and a million students almost, two-thirds of whom are Black and Hispanic. Uh, gentlemen, Gentlemen, in addition to that, um, this David Banks, who's the new chancellor of schools, has said that the fact that uh, 60 some percent of black and Hispanic, I believe it was 65 percent of black and Hispanic students are not proficient on standardized tests, have not le- reached the level of mere proficiency is a betrayal. This is a guy who has said that the New York City public school system has long um, ill-served black and minority students and more than anything, Bill Whittle, This is a guy whose previous experience is not running a huge bloated bureaucracy, but rather running six schools that he founded that actually operate within the public school system, but not within the strictures and regulations of the public school system. So they're sort of like charter schools. It's called Eagle Academy, and it specifically targets uh, achievement education for low-income Black and Hispanic students. Uh, Bill Whittle, if I said that the governor of some city in Florida or Texas did this, you'd shrug your shoulders and say, Of course, that's what Republicans do. But this was Democrat Mayor Eric Adams making this appointment. What do you think about that?
1: This is a post communist Democrat. We're going to see a few more of these. (laughs) Yeah. Most of them are going to leave the Democratic Party, but we'll see a few more of them. I hate to steal Steve's uh, thunder on this, but during the backstage, so. He basically said the new mayor of New York is indistinguishable from Rudy Giuliani, and he's exactly right. This is how you get back to sanity. This is the nature of the human heart. When people have things going well, they get into all of these theories that just are sold to them, like, oh, you know, let's reduce obesity by banning 16-ounce drinks and so on. And then you get de Blasio, when you get skyrocketing crime and you get people being murdered on the streets, you get this insane situation. He completely destroys all of the work that, that, that was done. And now finally, people are once again in contact with what the far left really is and they don't like it. So they elect a guy who is, uh, the mayor is a former police chief, isn't he? Former prosecutor. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now on to schools, um, public schools. Winston Churchill had something to say about uh, public school teachers' unions. He said, "Never in the course of human conflict has so little been accomplished by so few on behalf of so many." Um, huh. And uh, and I uh, I think that, that that it has become clear over the course of decades now that the job of union teachers is to make sure that nobody gets an education it's the only manufacturing job that i'm aware of where the contents of what comes out of the factory are not relevant we're going to count the boxes that come out of the factory we don't care if the stuff inside the box is well made we don't care if the stuff inside the box is broken we don't even care if there's nothing inside the box all we care about Is the number of people that we can say we graduated through this system. The LA Unified School District I think is the largest teachers union in the country. It is responsible for the lowest test scores in the nation. California is first again in terms of providing uh, absolute lack of ability to function in the world and this is all due to teachers unions. And The teachers' unions fight one thing tooth and nail. This is the hill they'll die on, and this is the idea of charter schools. And the reason that they have to fight charter schools tooth and nail is because charter schools are where people voluntarily pay money. And by the way, they're paying money twice. You send your kid to a charter school, you're paying for two educations. You're paying for the charter school education, and you're also paying for the public school education that uh, you are declining, but it's still coming out of your taxes, so you're paying for that twice. And the reason they cannot... Not, not just not stand, the reason that they cannot allow charter schools to exist is because where they do exist, especially in low-income neighborhoods, uh, they, their performance is so remarkably, astonishingly better than public school performance that, that everybody would be going to charter schools and then there would be no more teachers unions, but we can't allow that. So we have the giant revolving door of failure, and we've had it for quite a long time, Teachers unions are large, well-funded, activist organizations that can get out the vote. They vote for politicians who will not touch teachers unions. They give large donations to those politicians who then get elected with the help of the school uh, school teachers unions, who then get another term in office, making sure that nothing other than union school teachers are the only teachers that we can use to further de-educate our children. And now we have the results. We have a society that doesn't know its history, doesn't know its morality, doesn't know anything about where it came from or where it's going, can't add, can't spell, can't read. This is the legacy of the public school unions and only the public school unions. And when this travesty finally comes to an end, and it will, we'll be more of a third world country than we are now, but it'll eventually come to an end. Then people like this new mayor, will finally be elected as a result of the frustration of the people who voted for the old mayor. And he will enact things like this, and then New York City will become livable again in three or four years. Just like Rudy Giuliani goes in there after this mess is made by 30 years of, of Democrats. You can't walk past the street because you'll be mobbed. Take $40 in your front pocket when you go to New York, if you go in the subway, that way, when you get mugged, you'll have something to give to somebody. Roddy Giuliani finally they get sick enough of it so that they actually vote for somebody different. And he comes in and says, Well, with the whole broken window policy, next thing you know, downtown Times Square was like was like Disneyland. It was like Main Street USA. Walk down that th- at three o'clock in the morning, streets are bustling with people, didn't the slightest concern about your safety whatsoever. And the big wheel turns again.
0: Stephen Green, uh, this new uh, chancellor of the New York City school system has called for expanding gifted and talented programs. Something that has been poo-pooed by the major teachers' unions, as Bill so rightly explained, that uh, they have contested all the kinds of school choice. Um, you know, private schooling, as Bill pointed out, calls for parents to pay an additional tuition beyond their tax base. Charter schooling, which you don't have to pay a tuition for, it's part of the public school system and has fewer strictures, and therefore the teachers' unions don't like that. Because most of those restraints and regulations have to do with what teachers unions uh, feel they are entitled to. Uh, in fact, this new school chancellor has said that uh, there are some elite schools that's so-called within the New York public school system that we shouldn't dumb down the standards for getting into those elite schools. He's been yes. outspoken against the bloated bureaucracy of the New York City school system. And uh, the uh, the United Federation of Teachers... Which is the big, you know, as the Wall Street Journal calls him, the 800 pound gorilla in the room, uh, did not endorse. Eric Adams, in his uh, primary run for mayor, and they didn't show up as they normally would for the press spray when they announced that David Banks would be the new chancellor of schools. Uh, One of the fears, Steve, that the teachers unions have is that the new mayor is going to lift the cap on new charter schools. One organization estimates there are some 163,000 kids on waiting lists to get into charter schools which have been capped and so they don't have schools to go to what do you think the impact of this is going to be and will other big city mayors follow suit or will there be a blowback against eric adams
2: oh well they're gonna fight tooth and nail the teachers unions will against all of this but uh based on his appointment adams means it he's gonna he's gonna He's gonna fight this fight. Uh so I give him I give him pretty good odds. Uh he seems like a really good guy. Um, you know, this'll shock you. I just saw this last week. New York City public education spending per student breached thirty thousand dollars per year last mm. year. It's now I'll it, teach it, him for that. <laughs> yeah. It 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 now costs more than thirty thousand dollars to educate somebody in the New York New York City public schools, which is just an obscene figure. And you know, Scott, what occurs to me is uh, there are two institutions in the United States where we get the least value for our dollar, and those two institutions are public education and health, and those are two areas where, in the last fifty years, sixty years, the government, the federal government, has started to intertwine itself into these local issues. If you look at the number of doctors per per thousand people or ten thousand people in this country over the last hundred years, it's remained pretty steady. It's a pretty flat line. There aren't that many doctors per thousand, and it's, it's, it's right about there. because We only need so many doctors. If you look at the number of administrators, it just it's it, it's going up like this. Over the last 50 years. And the same thing is true in public education. The number of administrators has just, just gone, gone way up. And there is your expense right there. These are people who don't educate. They, they dictate. They, uh, they look for things to do because they know they're in useless make work positions. And so they impose things like CRT in our schools. Cause once you get this stuff at the federal level, that's where the progressives come in and start ruining everything and making everything more expensive and make things not work. And if you look at our outcomes in health, we're one of the least healthy first world countries. If you look at our public education, we're probably the worst educated first world country. And that means we're doing something seriously wrong. And in a word, it's the federal government. And in some places uh, like New York, city and uh, the Los Angeles public school systems, it's the same thing. The feds might as well be running the thing entirely because that's how bad they are. But there's a sea change coming and it's not just on public education although I'm glad it's starting there because you'd be amazed at how quickly a kid can turn around when he's got a good school with a good teacher. It's not gen- It doesn't have to take generations. Uh, I, I was one of those kids. In, uh, in ninth grade, I was a C, D, and occasional F student. In 10th grade, I was mostly straight A's with the occasional be The difference was I was in the right school with the right teachers. You can turn it around in a single year. Um, but uh, San Francisco Mayor London Breed, we talked about this in the backstage. As I said, it's not just about about education. She was all in on uh, defund the police last year. This week, she said that, uh, this is an exact quote, crime comes to an end when we take the steps to be more aggressive with law enforcement, more aggressive with the changes in our policies, and less tolerant of all the bull stuff not her word, that has destroyed our city, we are going to turn this around. Uh, Saw a story uh, on Monday that the guy who opened a Let's Go Brandon store near Boston now has several of these things all over New England, and he's making money, hand over fist, selling Let's Go Brandon gear. um, In the Northeast. In the Northeast. So we are seeing a change in the zeitgeist. We are seeing a sea change, and this is not good news for wokeness and it's not good news for progressives and that means it's great news for america let's go brandon
0: Frankly, I've long believed that public education or education itself should not be a political issue, which is why it's a bad idea to put it in the hands of politicians. Um, it is uh, the further up line you kick educational issues by having state departments of education and federal departments of edu- uh, federal department of education, the more you make it a political issue. Yes, there are politicians running local public school boards. Uh, but by and large, if we kept it to that level, um, we would reduce the effect that politics has on the schools. It is refreshing to see Mayor Eric Adams appointing David Banks as Chancellor of Schools. Obviously, he's just starting out here. His only previous experience is running six schools, and now he's got 1,600 schools. So it'll be interesting to see how he can handle running a bureaucracy, and more than one successful entrepreneur or business owner or corporate chieftain has died in the grasp of the government because they just didn't know how to deal with the overwhelming bloated bureaucracy that they'd long been critics of but i am more than eager to give this guy a chance you know a few years back i had an opportunity to sit in a very small gathering probably half a dozen to eight people sitting in a room with a guy who was running for re-election as governor of a state he was a republican governor and he was in trouble and he was actually going around the state meeting privately with small groups of supporters and saying you know how do you think we should approach this and i would was the least significant person in the room in the sense that I wasn't a major donor for this guy and I hadn't, didn't have the long track record that many of them had. And I said, frankly, governor, What I think you need to do is go to Philadelphia and stand on the steps of a failing public school and put one arm around a black father and one arm around a Hispanic mother and tell them that it is time that the school system answered to them instead of to politicians. It is time that their children had the same chance that the kids in the suburban districts have and it's time that they would be able to choose how to educate their children. The fact that only, that that some six 65% of New York City black and Hispanic kids can't even meet the basic proficiency standard, and there's another statistic that I I did not mention, that in black-dominated schools in New York City, the latest studies show that after, in the wake of COVID and previous declines, they are something like a year behind the students in other mixed-race schools or in white schools. This is unconscionable, and this is the base of one political party. Now, ultimately, I think the solution to all of this is get this out of the hands of the politicians. But as long as it's in the hands of the politicians, I want to be first in line to shake the hand of Mayor Eric Adams and to clap on the back uh Chancellor David Banks and say good luck, my brother. I want you to do well at this. Stand strong. And frankly, for those of you who have kids in a public school system and think that maybe the teachers unions are a mess, but not your teacher, you need to stand with that teacher and say, I'm with you so long as you're part of the solution, not part of the problem. If you're back in the UFT, the United Federation of Teachers or your local teachers union over the kids, the school system is not an employment program for adults. It's an education system for children, and we need to start standing up for that. I'm very excited about this development. I hope more Democratic mayors will do things similar to Eric Adams. His success will be watched closely by Democrats and Republicans alike and parents who, are, who gain confidence from this may decide it may be okay to send their kids back to the public school system. And that wouldn't be an altogether bad thing because the more kids return who are generally uh, upper or higher income and better educated students to mix in with everybody else, everybody's boat will rise in that rising tide. Here's all the best to David Banks and Eric Adams from Right Angle with Scott Ott, Bill Whittle, and Stephen Green.